Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Faithology Podcast with your host, Jasmine Martin. The focus of this brand is self-improvement. So this is a safe space for people on all different levels on their walk with Christ to learn and grow. Follow us at faithology.llc on Instagram to share your thoughts and views with the rest of our community. Thank you so much for supporting my brand. And as I always say, I'm here to support my supporters. So thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Faithology with your host, Jasmine Martin. Um, Thank you guys for coming back to listen to me again. I really appreciate you guys' support. In today's episode, I kind of just want to give you guys some motivation. Um, I want to talk about knowing your worth, not settling for less, knowing your worth, and then adding tax. And I will explain what I mean by that later on. I feel like I'm such a huge advocate for knowing your worth and not settling for less because I've been through a lot of situations and there have been many instances where I've settled for less out of fear. Um, And I feel like that's really why many people settle for less out of fear or just because they simply do not know their worth. And I feel like society and social media and culture gives you this idea of what knowing your worth looks like, you know? Um, But when we really break it down, it's all about knowing our worth through Christ because Jesus is the truth. He is the only living truth. And it just goes and backstrap to knowing your word, reading God's word, and really rooting your self-esteem and confidence through that, through God. Um, A practice that I do is that I have a mason jar. And in the beginning of 2021, actually, I sat down and I looked through Bible scriptures and I wrote down verses on a piece of paper and then I rolled it up and I filled up a mason jar with it. So like any day that I just feel really sad or low or anxious, stressed, whatever, I open up the jar and I grab Um, a piece of paper out of it and I read the scripture and it's really calming and it helps. So I definitely recommend that for anyone. Um, I also recommend positive affirmations. Um, I feel like the jar thing is a positive affirmation. Like there are affirmations in the Bible and through scripture. Um, But I like to like say it to myself in the mirror and that may sound crazy, but it's It's just what helps me know my worth. I remind myself of my worth. Like there are many times where I'm just not doing the best or, you know, I'm settling and settling can look different for everyone. Settling could be settling in relationships, whether that's romantic or platonic. Um, Settling could be like in your career, your job. Settling could be in academics. Like, are you really settling for mediocre grades when you are a literal genius? You know, settling could look anything. Settling could be like with your health, you know? Are you procrastinating? Are you being lazy? Are you not getting up and working out? Are you not eating nutritious foods to nurture and take care of your body? Are you not taking care of your mental health? Are you settling with your mental health? You know, are you pushing that to the side and giving other people more of your time rather than yourself? So those are just different examples and different aspects of what settling can look like. And I feel like many people struggle with settling and that's okay. Um, I'm not here to bash anyone because we're not perfect and I've struggled with settling in all those aspects of my life. And 
yeah, I just want to be that person that kind of gives you that motivation because motivation really helps just to remind you of your worth. And I feel like once you root your worth through God and you just have this high self-esteem and love yourself, then settling is kind of like not really going to happen as much. It's not going to be a consistent thing that you do, you know? Of course, we make mistakes and we slack, but it won't be as persistent as it may be now or as it may be with someone who's struggling to know their worth. And so, yeah, that's why I'm such a huge advocate of knowing your worth through Christ. So fill up a mason jar with Bible scriptures and read it whenever you need it. You can literally open it every single day, every night, whenever, just whenever you feel like you need it. And tell yourself positive affirmations in the mirror. And the reason why I say in the mirror is because, yes, you can read those scriptures and you can be like, yeah, you know, I believe this. But then later on, you know, you can easily stumble back into doubt and, you know, not really knowing your worth and feeling guilty and whatever else um, you may be struggling with. And so for me personally, looking at myself in the mirror and telling myself positive affirmations, it's just a visual representation. Like, you know, a lot of us are visual learners. I'm a visual learner. So just seeing myself speak life over myself, you know, it's really just speaking life over your life, speaking life into yourself and also to not give in to what other people say. There are a lot of people who project People project whether that's positively or negatively. And I believe that projection is just people reflecting the relationship that they have with themselves onto other people. So, you know, if someone is telling you nasty things, telling you mean things, telling you that you can't do it, discouraging you, you know, let who cares? Who cares what they have to say? Don't listen to what they have to say. You know, mentally block it. I've had people that I would share good news with and I could literally, do you just, do you just ever tell someone good news and you could just see the hate on their face? Like you see the hate on their face and the jealousy on their face. And it's like, okay, well now I know I'm not talking to you again after this. I definitely have been there or I'll have, you know, um, people in the past literally project onto me. And it's so crazy. Like, do you not know that you're exposing your insecurities and your own flaws? Like that's, that's not okay. You need to heal and get that fixed. Um, I just mentally block it out. You know, I'm not rude to them. I extend grace. I extend love. I forgive them because gosh, that must be such a sad life to not even, you know, to go out your way and to put someone down. If you have to go out your way to put someone else down to like try to make yourself feel better, you have one sad, miserable life. So no, I'm not going to stay mad at someone who's projecting negativity on me. I'm going to pray for them because you need it. And I just feel like we should all take that mindset with us and just take it in every aspect of our life, right? So Getting into settling and just knowing your worth, I kind of touched on, you know, different practices you can do to just help you know your worth and to help you build your confidence. But definitely working on your relationship with God, strengthening that relationship and staying rooted in his word. It's definitely helped me a lot. Another thing that boosts my confidence is doing what I say I'm going to do, you know, I'm, I talked about this in my discipline episode, and if you haven't listened to it, you definitely should, but I talked about this. I am a planner, 
and I'm very organized. Like I literally have a planner where I write my days of the week. Like every Sunday I plan my next week and it just feels so good to check it off. And I'm just very, very organized. Like I don't even know if it's like OCD or something, but every day I literally go over what I'm going to do for the day. I plan what I'm going to do for the next week. Like I just have my ish planned out. So, um, for me, what helps with my confidence is going through with what I say I'm going to do, you know? And of course we have our bad days. Of course we have our days where like, we're just not feeling it and that's okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, congratulate yourself and do your best. But remember that your best isn't going to look the same every single day. So just do your best for what you can do for that day. But for me personally, on days that I do go through and like do what I said I was going to do, it builds my confidence because I build trust with myself. And I don't even know if that makes sense in any type of way, but it just builds my confidence when I put my mind to it and I accomplish it. I just feel so confident. I feel so on top of the world. Like, can't nobody tell me nothing. Like, do you see what I just did? That's the mindset that I take with me. And I just use it in all aspects of my life within reason, of course. And when it comes to not settling, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I feel like many people settle out of fear, out of fear of being lonely, out of fear of, you know, just not having anyone around them, out of fear of change. Um, I am a creature of habit, but I also love change. Like I embrace change. I am comfortable with being uncomfortable. And this is the key to success and being successful in all aspects of your life. Successful people are comfortable with being uncomfortable. And what that means is you have to embrace change and welcome change. Give it to God, go with the flow. Like God's got it. That's really my mentality. And what's crazy to me is that, you know, embracing change means letting go of the past, moving forward. And moving forward and just embracing change and just being able to be mindful and appreciate and embrace your blessings and just really be in the moment. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. I'm going to talk about relationships real quick. I know a lot of people go back to talk. I've seen this all over TikTok and I'm just like, wow, this is toxic. But a lot of people, you know, they'll be like, oh, like, I had a date with this new guy and it went bad. So I just, I guess it's time to text my ex. Like, why? Why do you have to go back to your ex just because one thing didn't work out? Like, okay, the relationship with your ex didn't work out either. So why are you, go why are you going back? And I feel like it's comforting the people, even though, even though the relationship may have been toxic and they may be just a terrible person, but this, but this type of person who settles, they're comfortable. You know, people become comfortable with things. And when you deal with it for so long, you begin to think that that's what you are worth. You begin to think, you begin to think, sorry, that that's what you deserve. And I just want to debunk that because you are worth so much more than what someone else gives you. The way that someone else treats you has absolutely nothing to do with you. The way that other people treat you is a reflection of themselves. It's a reflection of how they treat themselves. As I've mentioned, projection. 
People project in all types of ways, whether it's their actions, with their behavior, the mentality, the way they speak. Are you speaking truth and life onto someone or are you just, you know, literally speaking death? Like, are you being a hater? Um, Projection. And I feel like for me personally, I'm a very observant person and I feel like it just takes me one conversation for me to pick up on how someone treats themselves. It takes one conversation for me to realize like this is the relationship they have with themselves. And if it doesn't align with the relationship I have with God and myself, why would I even bother? Do you know what I mean? And I feel like we're all capable of doing that. I feel like everyone is capable of doing that. But sometimes we just don't want to listen. We don't want to listen to the discernment God is giving us. Like I see this thing where like people will pray for red flags and they see the red flag and then they'll ask God for another red flag and God will show them another red flag and then they'll be like, well, and they'll like make excuses. And it's like a toxic pattern and a toxic cycle they'll stay in. And this doesn't only apply to relationships. I'm just using it as an example. But this can apply for literally all aspects of your life, um, including your relationship with God. You know, are you being stagnant? Are you putting in the work to like meet God and, you know, build a relationship with him? Yes, God extends his grace onto us and he gave us the gift of salvation. Nobody or nothing can take that away. But it's still important to build a connection and strong relationship with God. You know, it's kind of like people who don't build their relationship with God, people who like don't want to read their word, people who like don't care to like better themselves through Christ, people who are okay with being stagnant and like living in the world almost reminds me of this perfect example I saw on Twitter where it's like you take a married couple, right? And the wife wants to go out on a date or spend quality time with her husband. But your husband is like, no, I'm not going to take you out on a date because we're married. Like, why do I need to take you out on a date? That is so whack. Why are you married if you're not going to spend quality time and take someone out on a date, right? It's kind of like your relationship with God. Like, why would you not want to spend quality time with God? And I look at I look at my relationship with God, how I look at all my relationships with like people in my life. You know, if I care about you and, you know, I really love you. I want to make you feel good. I want to please you. And I feel like that kind of goes into, you know, your relationship with God. People look at Christianity as if it's like uh, just a bunch of rules. People look at the Bible as if it's a book of rules. And I promise you, I used to think like this too. I've always believed in Jesus. I've always been Christian, but I never like cared to read the bible or like follow god's word literally until like seven months ago and it's just crazy how much god can change you but yeah i used to look at the bible like as a book of rules until i started reading it for myself and it's not a book of rules it's literally a book that applies to all aspects of your life, no matter what year, no matter the generation. Like it was written years ago, but it still even applies to today and what's going on in today's world. And it's so mind blowing, but I feel like I kind of got off topic. Um, Don't settle for less. Know your worth. Know your worth. Stop settling for less. Stop settling for mediocre relationships. Stop settling for people who don't care for you. Stop settling for people who use you. 
And if you're the person that's using someone, stop using someone. I feel like when people use other people, like people will just go back to a toxic ex or people will go back to, you know, their ex who has no boundaries and they'll use them because they know that you're open to it. And this is another thing, ghosting. People people will get ghosted and then when that person comes back to them, they're available and just there with their arms open like, yes, come back to me. Like, what is wrong with you? No. If someone ghosts you, take that as God's protection. Take that as God is telling you, this is not the person I have for you. And move on with your life. Stop going back to the past. Stop going back to places and areas that God had to heal you from. Stop going back to relationships that God literally had to heal you from. Stop going back to relationships that you had to pray your way out of. And this is, I'm talking to myself too. This is something that, you know, I struggled with because it's so hard to get out your comfort zone, right? Um, I've been, I think I spoke about this in an episode where I've been outgrowing people left and right. And it's so hard, right? Because I feel like I'm outgrowing everything in my life and people that I was once very close with. And it can be kind of hard because it's like, okay, now what? Now who am I going to hang out with? Now who am I going to text? Now who am I going to call? Now who can I call a friend? Now who can I trust, you know? And those feelings are valid. It's okay to feel that way, but don't go back. I feel like going back isn't going to do anything for you. It's not going to do anything productive. You're not going to progress in your life if you keep going back to places that God is trying to remove you from because God has a purpose for you. And the reason why I'm such a huge advocate on not settling for less is because when you settle for less, I feel like disappointment is very near. It's close by. When you settle for less, you're just basically saying, okay, disappoint me. You know, for me personally, I have high standards, right? And there is a difference between standards and expectations. So it's very okay to have high standards. Sometimes we need to work on our expectations with others, but never settle, never lower your standards for anyone or out of the fear of being alone. Because When you lower your standards and you settle for less and you settle for a relationship with someone who can't even, who is incapable of giving you what you are worth and what you know you need from a relationship, you're lonely. You feel lonely. You feel lonely. And for me personally, I would rather be alone than feel lonely in a relationship. Because when I am by myself, I'm not really lonely. I always have God. And I embrace a season of solitude. I love solitude and being in solitude because I really get to know God for myself and just better myself and do what I got to do for me. You know, it's very empowering to just embrace yourself and just be alone for a season. You don't need a relationship. You don't need you know, people. Relationships are good, but if you can't find the right people who are fit for you, then maybe God is calling you into a season of solitude to focus on him and his word and to better you, right? And when it comes to settling in, you know, other aspects of your life with your career, with your job, with school, out of fear, 
there are people who have fear of success and this used to be me i realized like i used to be very mediocre and average because i had this fear of being successful i felt like if i were if I were to be successful, I felt like people would hate me and I feel like I would have no friends and I feel like I would be lonely because the people at that time that I was surrounded with, they they were stagnant, okay? And this is not to like talk bad about anyone or like, you know, say I'm better because I'm better than nobody and nobody's better than me. We are all, you know, the same in God's eyes. We all make mistakes you already know how i see it as but we are all on different levels and some of us embrace our gifts some of us embrace you know the blessings god has given us no matter what it looks like and others are just mediocre others are okay with being stagnant others are lazy others don't care to progress and be better and for me personally i was i was hanging around people who were mediocre and okay with being stagnant out of fear out of fear that like, okay, well, if I tap into my full potential, they're going to be mad. And, you know, they're going to be mad that I'm doing better than them. And it just got to a point where I stopped caring. Because even when you settle and you sell yourself short just for relationships, those relationships will still end. And I feel like God took these relationships out my life because I wouldn't do it. Because I wouldn't step away from this group of people who aren't good for me. Because I wouldn't break up with this person who was clearly not good for me. God was like, okay, you don't want to do it. I'm going to do it for you. Because you're playing around with the potential I gave you. Okay, can, can I say that again? If you're not going to do it, God will do it for you at some point. Because you're messing around with the potential he gave you. Like, no, you have a calling. You have a purpose. You are here for a reason. Step in. Tap into your power. You can do all things through Christ because he gives you your strength. Okay, that's Philippians 4.13. That is my favorite verse. And I really had to step into my power and quit selling myself short. I really had to tell myself, like, okay, you know, if you're going to be mad because I'm doing me and I'm progressing and elevating, then that's on you because you can be progressing and elevating with me, you know? And this is another thing with elevation, it requires separation because some people will grow with you and others will not. Not everyone is meant to make it to the finish line with you. And I feel like that's why a lot of people settle because they're scared. They have this fear of being lonely, but no, embrace that. That's beautiful because when you're in a season of solitude or when you just remove the toxic people who are not meant for you, and you stop selling yourself short and you stop settling for less, you get to tap into your calling. You get to tap into your purpose. You get to tap into the reason why God wakes you up and puts air into your lungs every single day. You know, you get to advance and progress yourself and possibly inspire and help others and inspire and help others get close with Christ and just change lives and change the world. You know, you can do that. Everyone, everyone who is listening, you can do that. You are capable of doing that through God. But you just have to want it for yourself. You have to want it to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to replace these bad friends. I am going to remove myself from this toxic situation. I am going to leave this toxic job. I am going to leave this place that I've outgrown. I am going to start taking care of myself. I'm going to start eating healthy. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start getting proper rest and quality sleep. I'm going to stop binge watching Netflix and work on the craft that God has called me to work on. Okay, stop 
Stop selling yourself short. Stop settling for less because you're not doing nothing but wasting potential. You are wasting your potential and you're playing yourself. You are playing yourself, okay? Those people who are speaking negative onto you and projecting onto you, baby, they know your worth. They know your worth. That's why they're speaking negative on you because they don't want you to see your worth. They don't want you to tap into your potential because they're too lazy to tap into their own potential, okay? And let me tell you something. When someone is fearful, when someone is lazy, when someone is okay with being stagnant, when someone is okay with being complacent and comfortable and not progressing in life, they don't want anyone else around them to do better. My father and I, we always make this joke about crabs in a barrel, right? One crab tries to get out the barrel, another crab pulls them down because ain't nobody going to do better than that crab, okay? And that's that's really what happens in real life with a lot of family and friendships and relationships. You are hanging around people who don't want the best for you. Sure, they they may want you to be good, but they don't want you to be better than them. Can I say it again? Some people want you to be good in life, but they don't want you to be better than them. So what are they going to do? They're going to they're going to doubt you. They're going to doubt your dreams. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to make fun of you for stepping out in courage, for stepping out in faith, for taking a leap of faith. They're going to talk bad about you, but let them. Let them because you do not need their support. You don't need anyone's support actually. Support is great. People should support you. Be in relationships with people who do support you. But for the people who don't support you, ignore them because you don't need their support. You need God, okay? And you need God's approval. That's really all you need, I promise you. And once you get that, God will place the proper people who are meant for you in life. But you can only be surrounded by the people who are meant to be in your life. You can only be surrounded by the people who are called to be your soul tribe and called to being covenant with you when you stop selling yourself short okay so please stop settling for less yes change is scary yes change is uncomfortable but you cannot grow in an area that you're comfortable with you can't grow without growing pains you need growing pains to grow right you need to be uncomfortable to grow you cannot grow in your comfort zone you cannot and a lot of people preach about this but people aren't understanding it until it happens to them and, you know, I feel like when change comes and when uncertainty comes and when you feel scared and when you feel hopeless and you have doubt and you have fear, go to God, turn to God. Because the seasons change, people change, relationships change, but God never changes. God is the everlasting, perfect, glorious God, okay? God is the same God that he was last year and the year before, last semester, the same God that he'll be for all of eternity, okay? So put all of your trust and faith into God and even give him those parts of you that are doubtful. Give him those parts of you that are weak and insecure and scared and uncertain. Give it all to God because he will give you all of him and all of his healing and all of his love and all of his blessings, okay? But you really need to put your faith into God and you need to stop selling yourself short. So... I wanted this episode to be short, but I kind of rambled. Thank you guys so much for supporting me and listening to me as always. Remember to follow my podcast Instagram page at bigology.loc and check out the description. I'll have it linked there as well with other links as well. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for your support. Your support is always appreciated.